start like literally like, just like now. honestly using this yeah as the intro yeah like um, like we're doing western and eastern predictions today this is gonna be a loaded episode remember did you ever did you watch kenny's like kenny beecham's yeah west standings i i watched yeah you know i did watch that okay it was interesting I, he was all over the place he was and i think we will be too to be honest oh yeah but, i i told you before this i'm confident but i'm not confident oh i'm not confident at all i have like a couple hot takes one it, one agrees with kenny um but yeah yeah i don't know what i'm doing yeah i don't know it's gonna be interesting the east is even more difficult uh, it's more difficult but it's easier at the same time yeah, yeah. But I'm, hey guys. Hey. What's up? Oh, I, I didn't see you guys there. Didn't see you there. <laughs> uh hey, let's get into our our, our step back. Yes, because you know we always gotta do our step back. Absolutely. And we've been we've been doing top threes recently. We have been. Jay, I I'm gonna let you give your what you want to start calling it. Cause I, I like the idea. So, you know, we've we've done top threes the last couple of times, and this is like the step back three uh podcast. And this is the step back kind of segment. So we're taking a step back and giving our top three blank. It's like a step back three, you know? I like, kind of like it. It's it's it, it's it's something. It's in the works. I feel like I shouldn't like it, but I kind of like it. Most people won't like it because I came up with it. And yeah. I'll be like, oh, Jay came up with it. So it yeah. must be cringy. <laughs> Are they wrong? Anyways, <laughs> we're going to do another top three. We're doing top three sitcoms. Yes. These, this is a hill I'll probably die on. I'm pretty confident on my top three. Yeah. Number three is close. I think I just made the decision on my number three. Really? But I'll let you go first. What's, See, your, mine, what's your top three? I'll give you my top three. Mine's not super close. It was actually kind of close between four and three. Yeah. So yeah, I'll give you... I, I know this is a top three, but like fourth was... And this is going to be... You're such a middle-aged mom. But low-key modern family is hilarious. But it didn't crack my top three. I'm not ridiculous okay. and put okay. it in my top three. I knew you loved Modern Family, though. Yeah, it's just hilarious to me. But my third favorite sitcom is Parks and Rec. Okay. Parks and Recreation is number three for me. Can't be mad. Ron Swanson is hilarious. Yeah. Leslie Nope is annoying, but still funny. But yeah, that's my number three. Number two is New Girl. Has to be on the top three. Always. Legendary. And for those that know me well, you probably think I'm Winston from New Girl. Because he is. Somewhat. He's the Winston. Maybe. Um, and then my number one, and this should be everyone's number one, Drew. It is The Office. The sitcom of all Oof. sitcoms. The father of them all. That's fair. The originator. The author. <laughs> That's fair. The Office. Shout out Michael Scott and Dwight. Okay. So, let me get this out of the way. Here we go. These are the shows that aren't in my top three. Okay. The Office. Oh, my. Parks and Rec. What? And this might be shocking to you. Brooklyn Nine-Nine actually is not in my top three, even though I love it. That's not as surprising. It's probably number four for me. Wait, so The Office and Parks and Rec both aren't probably number like four? Probably fifth and six. Who are you? What's your top three? Okay. I know I know two of them. Okay. Well, what's the third one? My number three is Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, gosh. This show has, I mean, the best characters. <laughs> like, I don't know how they come up with this stuff. 
but it's amazing. I love Philadelphia and just the hijinks they get into is great. The hijinks. Yes, I just said that. I just oh, said gosh. that. I just said the word hijinks. No, this is old Chris coming out. Yes. For those absolutely. that don't know, Drew has an alter ego called old Chris and old Chris loves always sunny in Philadelphia. Actually, I feel like old Chris wouldn't like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's so <laughs> vulgar. It's so bad. Yeah, but it's such a dad show. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. And I feel like I have not been... I've been too safe on my last few couple... Okay, uh, top I, I threes. respect it. You're being more controversial. I, I had to be. But either way, The Office wasn't going to be in my top three. Ridiculous. Number two, and you knew this was going to be on there, How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Yes. Great show. Just probably the best storyline out of any sitcom. And I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. I just haven't seen it, so it couldn't be on my list. Makes you laugh, makes you cry. Gives you everything you need. I mean that's the office as well. Well, not as much, honestly. Mm. From from somebody that has watched both multiple times. Anyways, my number one is New Girl. It's so good. I just think it's undisputed. It's the GOAT. Can't beat it. New Girl for me was closer to getting first than getting third. It was definitely closer to The Office than third place Parks and Rec. Yeah. So good. Great, great dynamic between all the characters. I I would argue there's a better dynamic in New Girl with all the characters than The Office. Maybe not all of them. I would say it's hard. It, simply the Dwight and Jim dynamic. Well, yeah, is legendary. But I think the Schmidt Nick dynamic that that's right up rival, there. It's same it. tier, same tier, same I tier. Think. definitely same tier. Yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we we could talk about that for a while. Yeah, we could have a whole separate podcast about sitcoms. But we are. I almost don't want to get into it. <laughs> we, I know this is going to be so difficult because we're going to look back. Even like two months into the season, being being like, what were we thinking? There's just no way of getting this perfectly right. We're predicting the seeding for this upcoming season in both conferences. Uh, I don't I don't know how we're gonna do it. Our one through fifteen. One through fifteen. And honestly, and you you said this the other day, you, you were trying to figure it out and your you were like my one seed could be the nine seed and the nine seed could be the one seed Yes, in the West. And I'm like, I don't know about that. And then I was looking at it today and I was like, it's not ridiculous. That's not insane. That's not insane. I, anyways, we have, we, we, we're definitely gonna have some hot takes, yes. but let's get the out of the playoffs teams out of the way first. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to go 11 through 15 to start with in both conferences and then go to the play-in, 7 through 10 in both conferences, and then the actual locked into the playoffs, 1 through 6 in both conferences. And then we'll we'll hit on more of the more about the playoff teams, I'm sure. So Yeah. But anyways, who is your worst team in the let's start with the West. All right. So all these teams, I have a category that they're in. Mm-hmm. And it's called the Victor Webb and Yama sweepstakes. Yep. The eleven through fifteen in either conference. And number 15 in the West for me is the San Antonio Spurs. Yep. I think they're the worst team in the league. I also have them at 15th. I think they'll have the worst record. Yeah, they should want the worst record. Yeah, they, they definitely want Victor. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What about 14th? My 14th place in the West is Houston. Houston, interesting. The Houston Rockets. Mine is the Utah Jazz. And that's at, fair. At 14, simply because they have Taylor Horton Tucker. 
Yeah. No, I don't hate that. You know, uh, Colin oh, Sexton might get too many points for, for them to be 14th, but I have them That's 13th. True. Okay. You have them 13th. I have so, the Oklahoma City Thunder at 13. Okay. Yeah. And, and yeah, Utah. The thing with Houston is they obviously have a way better future set up than, than Utah. I mean, Utah is just starting this rebuild now. Yeah. But I, I will be looking to watch Houston games, mostly for I love Tari Eason. Oh, Drew is so high on Tari Eason. And he looks so good in preseason. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it's looked really good. Anyways. The Rockets look, looked exciting in the preseason. Yeah. They're, they're athletic. Um, they, they finally got some, some big men that can play. Oh, yeah. We, we just got to see how they, can, how they can do defensively, how they can develop. But, um, yeah, and then Utah – I, it's going to be interesting to see how their defense works because offensively mm-hmm. they might be able to score points. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to be keeping Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley or even Laurie Markinen, who they just picked up. Yeah. They're in a weird stage of the rebuild where they still have like legit players on yeah. their team, like guys that can help you win games. And so I understand why you don't have them like bottom, bottom. Yeah. Um, whereas like Houston, I have Houston at 12. And I think it's because all their young players are just going to get better. Okay. And I think they're so itching to like win games that they're gonna win game more. They're probably gonna win more games than they want to. Realistically, that's fair. Yeah. And Jalen Green is just gonna be more of a bucket, bro. He looked nice. I was watching the Rockets versus the Heat in the preseason. Mm-hmm. He looks nice. He Needs does. to get a haircut, but he looks nice. Anyways, my twelfth team is your thirteenth, okay. Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay. I think. I mean, we both we we love Shea at least more than ESPN. Yes, we don't need to get into that again. Uh-huh. But I, I I like where this team is heading. It I really hate to see Chet not being able to play. I know this year, but it's gonna be interesting to see how they run the team, what kind of lineups they throw out there. I think they have a lot of potential, a lot of skill, a lot of talent off the bench with Jalen Williams. Oh yeah. Um, at least the one they picked in the lottery. Um, the fact that you draft two Jalen Williams. It's the most thunder it, thing ever. It'd be better. Just <laughs> well, makes I mean, it confusing. What are they gonna when you have that many first round picks, the odds are some of them are gonna have the same name at if, some point. If any team was gonna do it, it was gonna be the Thunder. Yes. <laughs> um I, I really wanna see Usman Jiang develop. I, I think he's he's definitely one of the guys we talked about has talent. Oh yeah. But how is it gonna flesh out? In, in the actual mm-hmm. NBA speed basketball. Yeah. But we're going to see a lot of points from Shea, a lot of interesting um, decisions that the coach will be able to make. I think they get the 12 seed just from uh, Giddy developing, Lou Dort being better defensively, uh, hopefully Poku taking a jump, which we'll if he doesn't see. do it this year, it might be um, time to, to move on. But We'll see. Oh, gosh. What do you have as your 11th seed? My 11th seed is the Sacramento Kings. Same. Yeah, and I feel like they get the 11th seed every single year. And is there a whole lot to yeah. say about them? I mean, yes, they're going to have Sabonis for a full year, yeah. but I don't think it's enough, to, to especially these top 10 teams in the West that we have. I don't think it's enough to jump any of them. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I wanted to put Sacramento in the play-in just because I do truly think Darren Fox and Sabonis – that combo, especially Darren Fox, is severely underrated. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to see some really, honestly, elite pick-and-roll play out of them. It's just the wrong era for them. 
Like yes. with how stacked things are. And their defense is going to be suspect. Oh, yeah. I, I'd love to see Davion Mitchell develop. Hopefully he can be that, you know, off night. Mm-hmm. Um, that that guy that they expected. Oh yeah, I think he 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 was starting to get a groove offensively as well um, during that season, and and of course we were we're pretty high on Keegan Murray. Oh yeah, he's good. It's man. gonna be exciting to see what they do, especially with Rashawn Holmes. Are they gonna be running him and Sabonis? You know, I I think they'll be running Keegan Murray at the four, which they should, and then it's gonna be interesting to see Holmes come off the bench. But they have an interesting like team because they have a lot of like average players but it's like which of those average players do you play yeah it's in there we that weird like phase of just trying to figure that out like a lot of the teams on the bottom five of each conference are yeah yeah be ready to move to the east let's go into the east my 15 seed is and i i sadly had to put them the charlotte hornets oh really yeah okay I, i had the detroit pistons at the 15th seed okay yeah, and, and I think I had Detroit at 15th, and I ended up moving them up. But Charlotte Hornets, I think they're they might have to blow every a lot of things up there. Yeah, this year they're they're going to get to a point. I think I saw the mellow come out of the one of the preseason games um, with an injury. I don't know how severe it is, but it's going to be tough for them all year. And, and obviously, they're going to want to keep Lamelo, but I don't foresee them keeping Rozier, Hayward, maybe not even PJ Washington because he does have value. Yeah, it's it's interesting cuz they're in that weird like is it time to rebuild? Are we going to just keep committing to the team we have? Miles Bridges in that whole situation kind of threw a lot of things off. Um yeah. but we'll see what happens with the Hornets. Uh but I at the 14th seed I have the Orlando Magic at 14. I, I also have the Orlando Magic. Okay, they're similar to the Kings in a sense of like they have a lot of guys that are okay. Yeah. And they just got to pick which ones they want to play and which ones they want to develop. Wendell yeah. Carter looks good, Franz Wagner looks good. But we'll see. They they um are somewhat battling injuries. Uh Marco Fultz getting hurt again. Yeah. We don't know when Jonathan Isaac's going to come back, but they're a weird one cuz I don't know what their game plan is no, with yeah. like, do they want to win games? Are they good enough to win games? Or are they going to just try and get the, the Victor Webb and Yama sweepstakes? But yeah. yeah. And, and even Gary Harris not being on, that's another veteran yeah. leader mm-hmm. who can bring in on both sides of the, the ball. Um, and he's just another guy that's, that can get points for you and he's, he's done. So I, it's tough for me to put them higher than 14 or 13. Yeah, and and I know you have the Hornets at 15. I have the Hornets at 13. And really those bottom three teams kind of you can put in any yeah. place. Like they're obviously the three worst teams in the East. Yeah. And we'll jump up to a 12 and 11 in a second. But like there really was no debate with that. Um, yeah. Lamelo can not maybe not will this team to a, a higher seed, but I just don't think so. Yeah. And, and I have Detroit at 13, which might be – might be a hot take, honestly. Such a hot take. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I honestly think just Bojan adding to adding him to the team and, and having even Alec Burks off the bench, like they're going to have guys that can put up points. And so obviously they're not there defensively as a team, but I like their direction and I just I, – I don't think they even have a better roster than – 
Orlando or maybe not even Charlotte, but they I just see them winning more more games because they probably will score too many points for they, them to to lose as many as the other two teams. And they probably are a little bit delusional and thinking that they can be legit and like get a play yeah. in spot. So I think they might try and win more games than the teams below them. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. But moving on, uh at number twelve I have the Indiana Pacers. I also have the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. Sorry to the three Indiana Pacers fans in the country. Yeah. Um, we have you at twelve. <laughs> Listen, I wanted to I, I really wanted to put Pacers higher, but I just I just couldn't really I, I love we we are huge on Tyrese Halliburton here. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. I, I love that they're starting to build around him and it's gonna be interesting to see Jalen Smith get out there, Benedict Matherin, mm-hmm. how good can he be? Oh yeah. I don't know how long Buddy Heald and Miles Turner stays there, but they even have like decent guard depth with with TJ McConnell um, and Chris Duarte. So I, I'm I'm excited to watch them. I'm definitely going to be tuning into the Pacers, but I can't put them any higher than twelfth, honestly. No, nah, not at all. And uh, I'll be interested to see where Miles Turner goes if they do trade him. I feel like they're rumored to trade him every single year, but if they do trade him to a contender, it can kind of shake some things up oh, yeah. up at the top of each conference. But yeah, number 11 in the 11 seed, I have the Washington Wizards. Okay. Yeah. I was going to have the Wizards at the 11. Oh, I'm interested to see who and you have at 11. I knew this would be somewhat of a hot take, and maybe I'm just hating. Oh, is it who I think it is? I think it is. I have the New York Knicks as the 11 seed, missing <laughs> out on the playoffs after adding Jalen Brunson and Isaiah Hartenstein, who, who I like. Julius Randle existing. Drew took that personally. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just, <laughs> would you be that surprised? I wouldn't be. And there's probably going to be like three games in between the Wizards and Knicks. Like it's going to be a two or three game difference. And the Wizards honestly might have more talent yeah. than the Knicks. But I just don't know. I feel like the Knicks players are going to be more healthy than the Wizards players. And yeah. I like their coach to an extent, but it, it's really a toss up, honestly, yeah. between the 10 and 11. And I was thinking about it. I think this is really the reason why. When you think of Tom Thibodeau as a coach, you think defense, obviously. Yeah. Who do they get? They get Isaiah Hardenstein, who is okay at defense, but they the star that they pay, the star, is he really a star in quotes? You know? Oh, gosh. Jalen Brunson has one good playoff run. I, I, I like him. I think he is a strong guard. Yeah. He he can get to the the basket just as good as anybody his size. He's good at getting to a spot. Yeah. He he is a bucket, but is he really going to bring defense where really they've been lacking with guard defense? They got Evan Fournier who yeah. has been I mean he's just older now so there's not really much he can bring defensively. You got Derrick Rose, who's also older. You know, he's obviously still quick, but he's not. He, we know he's not there. Yeah. Like speaking of be. speaking of quick, they have also quickly, who also isn't a great defender. Yeah, in his own right. So to me, it doesn't really make sense to be getting these kind of guys. Yeah, I think R.J. Barrett is solid defensively, and I think he's only going to get better. Yeah, and Julius Randle, I, as much as I hate on him, he is a plus <laughs> defender. And Mitchell Robinson, obviously, if he's on the court. Um, yeah, it all depends on his health. If he's on the court, then he is good defensively. But 
that's kind of the reason why I have them 11th. I, I think their roster doesn't really make a ton of sense. Yeah. And I actually really don't mind Washington's lineup. I don't think Washington's way better than New York, but I really like Monte Morris at the one. Obviously, he's on, on the low end of starting point guards in the league. Yeah, but, but he's he, solid. He's a guy that's not going to make mistakes. He's going to make sure Bradley Beal gets his. I hope he can make sure that Kristaps uh, gets his. Yeah, he's Kristaps actually looked decent in the preseason. Yeah, and, and these are guys that can combine for realistically 50 to like 52 points every game. They're both high scores. I mean, Bradley Beal could come out and drop 30 a game again. Yeah. And so that could really change things. And I think we should just carry straight on into the play-in teams we have in the East, the 7 yeah. through 10, because you have the Wizards there and yeah. I have the Knicks there. So we're just kind of continuing the conversation. Yeah, And it's interesting because these two teams, like it just feels like they're there every year. They're in that area. The Knicks mm-hmm. had that one year where they shot up. Yeah, But it sucks for the Wizards, man, because they really do have a premier talent in Bradley Beal, but they just haven't been able to really build anything around him. They tried with Russell Westbrook. It didn't work out. I'm hoping it works out better for him with this younger team around him. Definitely, yeah. But yeah. And and really, Washington's on that same tier with New York in the 10 through 12. I see see that tier as like Washington, New York, Indiana, that, that tier. Um, Indiana might actually be closer to the bottom tier, but the next nine teams are, in my eyes, just better than everybody else. Uh, yeah. In so, the East. yeah. Who do you have at ninth? My ninth team, and this actually might be a shock. This might be a hot take. Okay. I have the Chicago Bulls. I also have the Chicago okay. Bulls at nine. Okay. I'm glad. I, Honestly, be- it's the Lonzo, the Lonzo Ball thing is yeah. the reason why I have them there. Yeah, I I can't see them with seriously. They have guard depth, but their starting point guard is going to be Io, who who I do love. Yeah, but or they're going to be Alex Caruso or Goran Dragic, who are all solid guys. But how are you going to be better than these teams above them? Right, I want to put the Bulls above nine, but it's so hard for me to do that when I see. Lonzo continually being hurt. Vucevic has been um, bad ever since he really came to the Bulls. Had had a few good games right when he got to the Bulls, but we're not. I, I don't think we're going to see anything better from DeRozan. We might see some a similar play, and and I'm I'm going to expect the same out of Levine. But we saw it at the end of the year for the Bulls last year. They were the one seed through half of the year, and, and they, they ended up as the six. Yeah, it's tough, and it's not like a shot at the Bulls. It's more so just the teams above them are just simply better. Yeah. Like, they're such a great team, and most other years in NBA's existence, they would be a top five seed. Mm-hmm. Like, Levine, DeRozan, and Vucevic all on the same team is, you would think that's an easy, like, yeah. top six seed. But with the way the Eastern Conference is, it's just not the case. Because teams above them are just simply better. And moving on to like the teams above them, the number eight seed in the East, I have the Toronto Raptors. I also have the Toronto Raptors. Interesting. I promise, wow. guys, we didn't look at each other's list before yeah. we made it in each yeah. other's standings. But the reason I have the Raptors there is I don't think they'll be able to repeat and get as high of a seed as they got last year mm-hmm. because they pretty much stayed the same. Yeah. Um, and I think other teams got better. But the Raptors are just better coached than the Chicago Bulls. Oh, yeah. They have more of an identity than the Chicago Bulls, mm-hmm. and they're healthier than the Chicago Bulls. And so that's why I have the Torontos at the eight seed 
above the Bulls at the nine. I also love Siakam. Yeah. Um, Siakam could have himself another all NBA third team type year. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm also really, really high on Gary Trent. I think he's going to take a jump this year. Yep. Yeah. We, we love the Raptors, but, and we still have him in eighth and that we love the Raptors a lot. Yeah. And, and I think I maybe talked about this in the off season. If they really want to take a jump, they're still going to have to make a lot of moves or they're just going to need Scotty Barnes to be insane Siakam to keep getting better, Gary Trent to keep getting better, OG to keep getting better. But yeah. we know what we're getting out of Van Vliet. Exactly. And the question you have to ask is, is it good enough? Is is that good enough for where you want to be? It's good yeah. enough for him to, you know, be a top, you know, 60, 65 player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But is that going to get you a top four seed in the NBA? Is, it, is that going to give you contention in the playoffs? I don't no. think so. I don't, and I don't think Nick Nurse can take this team um, to much higher than a seven seed if, you know, these teams above them are healthy. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Because for me, the, the seven seed is is a team that honestly might have one of the best backcourts in the league. Yep. I have the Atlanta Hawks at the seven I seed. I also have the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, my gosh. But, like, it, it's just, it's crazy how we have the same list. But it just... Kind it of makes sense. It makes sense to have them there because of who's above them and also who's below them. They they mm-hmm. made a move to get better. Yeah. But in all actuality, it's not going to change much because yeah. the teams above them were already that much better than them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they got DeJounte Murray and their younger players are getting better. Trey Young another year to figure out different things that he needs to work on and get just get better at. But I just have the Hawks of the seven seed. Yeah. I think they'll get out of the play-in pretty easily. Yeah. And they'll give a two or three seed of whatever, a one seed, some trouble in the first round. Yeah. But that's, that's their ceiling for me. Yeah. And, and really what it is, is they're not on the same tier as these top six teams. No. And that's maybe that'll look terrible in the middle of the season. Maybe this backcourt will be just better than we could have ever imagined. Yeah. Maybe it just works like a charm. But what I saw from their off season is they got one player that is it. He, definitely improves their roster yeah but their depth got slashed they 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 have they they don't have as good a shooting on their bench even though they drafted aj griffin who's a great three-point shooter and and i'm excited to see what he does but it, i don't see them on the same tier as these top six team top six teams in the east and really what it is is we're gonna see in the playoffs this year is Trey Young going to continue to be found out by yeah. defenses? He yeah. goes up against the Heat again. Oh, bro. It's not looking good for him. Maybe he'll he have like no a chance. revenge series, but I think that he would just do the exact same thing. Yeah, they have to worry more about DeJounte Murray, but still. He needs to figure out how he can not do that. Yes. Because that if you if that happens again, GMs are not going to like that. No, not And you at are all. not going to be seen as a top 20 player. Some people see him as a top 10 player. Which is... That's kind of crazy. And that's going to be indefensible if that happens again. He literally had more turnovers than field goals made in an entire series. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, but yeah, and I think you ready to jump to yeah. the play-in teams in the Western Conference? Let's because this one makes me want to cry. Yeah. Who's your number 10? This one did make me want to cry. I think this one was pretty obvious for me. Yeah. I have the Portland Trailblazers. I also have the Portland Trailblazers. And I think this is where... They belong here. They belong here, but I think this is where us agreeing with each other ends. 
in the yeah. West, I think at least. Maybe not, Probably. but I, I think because my next team is a team you're high on. But okay. I have the Blazers at 10. And I think simply Trey Young, it, not Trey Young, Damian Lillard, if healthy, gets you in the play in. Oh, yeah. Like he's just that level of a player. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's better than Trey Young, fully healthy, in mm-hmm. my opinion, which people might not agree with that. Um, I agree. But he's just a more well rounded Trey Young in all actuality in the way he plays. But that's why I have him at 10. They got better than they were last year, and I think they'll be healthier. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, their their team is going to be fun to watch. They're very deep now. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, not very deep. They're they, deeper. They, they have low-key depth. I think people are underrating their bench. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Shout out Nasir Little, Jacksonville, Jacksonville yeah. native. Nasir Little, Trendon Watford. A lot of guys that people don't know but I think are going to ball out. Yeah, and also Shaden Sharp has looked decent. A lot of people passed on him because of injuries and stuff. Yeah, but if he was healthy all his like the year before the NBA, he could have been a top five pick. Mm-hmm. But he fell a little bit because of injuries, and I think I think that'll kind of pay off for the Blazers. Yeah, their their problem in the regular season is going to be that ten through like fourteen spot on the roster. Yeah, where they had to deal with injuries and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Who do you have at nine? My number nine is the LA Lakers. Okay. I have the New Orleans Pelicans wow. at number nine. Okay. And, and here's where it gets really difficult. It's just yeah. because these teams are very good. My We're, problem with the Lakers. You just listed a team with LeBron and Anthony Davis. I know. And, and I honestly, Which I'm going to be strong in my year. take, right? Like I'm not going to say they're the nine seed and then they could, win. they could get whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like obviously with LeBron, they could do anything. But I'm looking at their roster, and it is simply not as good as these teams above them. And I have a really hot take for eight, but I'll wait on that for a second. They, The Lakers still do not have the shooting they need. They still don't have the, the depth, in my opinion, that they need. It, their, their roster is clearly better than last year, but last year they were an 11th seed. It needs to be almost a completely different roster. I, I don't know. I'm surprised they still have Russ. I'm surprised they still have a lot of these guys. I'm happy with the moves that they made. But if I'm a Lakers fan, I'm not super I'm not super excited for the year. There, yeah. Now there's 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 three players, I think, that if these three players play to their like highest ability and are healthy, and this is gonna feel weird. But there's three players I think to look out for. Obviously, you have the LeBrons, ADs, and Russes, right? But the three players, the next three, Kendrick Nunn, Lonnie Walker, and Thomas Bryant. If those mm-hmm. three players are healthy and play to their best ability, they could get a top six seed because they have LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah. But if they have a similar thing as last year where the role players just completely let them down, which I think might happen because of injuries, they're going to be around that nine or eight kind of area. Yeah, because I I actually have them at number eight, okay. um, but I have, the reason I have the New Orleans Pelicans at number nine is because one more year, okay, one more year with them. That's fair. I think this is going to be a really good year for Zion, mm-hmm. and I think he'll get a lot of numbers, but I don't think they'll be able to translate it into like complete winning basketball yet. I think they'll get a year together, and then next year they're going to be insane, in my opinion, because they're still a really young team all around, really. CJ McCollum is the oldest player, um, and Valanciunas, I guess, in a way. But CJ McCollum still has some good years left. Yeah. And so I think they're going to figure out 
what it means to be fully healthy together. Mm. But the reason, that's the reason I have him at nine is I think this is going to be an adjustment year for Zion. Definitely. He's going to score his 27, 28, get his double-digit rebounds. But as far as producing winning basketball, I think this year is going to be big in learning yeah. that. Similar to those early Anthony Davis years where like he was getting crazy numbers, yeah. but it wasn't translating to wins. Yeah, I think that'll happen with him this year. But that's the reason I have him at nine. Yeah. And to be fair, Zion having Lonzo his second year is oh yeah people under people under it rate yeah that value in lonzo yeah people people don't realize that was that was huge even even if it wasn't producing the same assist numbers as a lot of these other duos it was a threat that teams had to take seriously oh yeah and it turned into zion having 27 points a game exactly exactly who and is that, uh yeah that's gonna be the thing is seeing how is their guard play gonna work? Mm-hmm. I, I know the rotation gonna look. I like? know they're gonna. I know they have the skill and the talent, but I think they're gonna have some interesting uh, decisions to make when it comes to lineups. But oh, I agree. Who's your number eight? My number eight, and this is a very hot take. I'm interested. This might be. I'm looking at the list. This is the hottest take on my list. The Phoenix Suns. Wow. Yeah. That's honestly not. Cr- I understand. Yeah. I understand. I have them higher, but I understand. Yeah, and they were just the one seed, but I don't know what's going on in Phoenix. It's weird, man. It's really weird. Like, they're the same team. Yeah. But it just feels different. It feels like their morale is just low. And really, you the biggest reason for me, a lot of people are looking at all the Aiden drama, all the Jay Crowder drama, Chris Paul aging. Biggest thing for me is their bench. Yeah, that's right. Their bench is Cameron Payne, who was terrible last year, if we're being completely honest. Yeah. Landry Shamit and Dario Saric, who did not play last year. Yeah. And then we got like Bismack Biombo, who's okay. He's an average Tor- backup. Tori Craig. Like, what average are they going to do? Josh Okogie? Yeah, I don't know what their plan is. He's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> who wins in a one on one? Taylor Horton Tucker or Josh Okogie? That's. That's close, Josh Okogie, because he's better defensively. Yeah. But, which is sad. <laughs> but that's why I have them eight, more than any other reason, their depth. No, I completely understand that. Um, again, I have the Lakers at number eight, and it's for all the same reasons you have them at number nine. Yeah. Um, I just think LeBron and Anthony Davis wins you it both. I'm a, this is all assuming health, right? Mm-hmm. I think LeBron and Anthony Davis healthy wins you more games than Brandon Ingram and Zion. Mm-hmm. By like one or two games, if that. Okay. So that's why I have him at number eight. But uh, who do you have at number seven? My number seven is the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, okay, so not super far away from where I have them. Yeah, and I really, I wanted to put them higher up. Oh, I know you but, did. I know you did. Yeah, but it's just tough with these six teams and some of these other teams who I honestly think the Pelicans might have a better roster than. But like you said, they're probably just a year away. And, and when we... The thing is, when you say a year away, they have. It's not like they're like crazy young. Yeah, yeah. They're they're they are still a young team, which is good, but they're a year away because they need to figure out kind of their identity. They haven't all been healthy at the same time. They need yeah. to figure out how to play together. Yeah, and I hope they can figure that out this year. But realistically, it is probably going to take a full year and the off season, and maybe even beginning part of next year. Yeah, I think. With they might have a similar remember that Grizzlies year where they're like a playing team and then the next year they came out as like a two seed. Yeah. I think it'll be somewhat similar to that 
I want they'll get a camaraderie and a chemistry together. Yeah. But my seven seed, and this is one of my hotter takes, but it's mm-hmm. not going to surprise you at all. Okay, I have the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay, at seven. Wow. All right. Even with the Rudy Gobert trade. Yep. And here's the reason. Mm-hmm. People say like obviously Rudy Gobert by himself is a top ten defense, which isn't yeah. ridiculous to say. Mm-hmm. Because of the way he affects regular season play. Mm-hmm. But my issue with the Timberwolves is their depth. Their bench specifically. I agree. And I think Rudy Gobert, on, when he was on the Jazz, he had a Donovan Mitchell, which you could say Anthony Edwards is kind of like the Donovan Mitchell. to yeah. his like partnership a little bit. But the Jazz were a really, really deep team. Yeah. Every year that they were like, oh, yeah. ah, good. And I don't think the Wolves are as deep. All it takes is one or two injuries. And I think they're... A play-in team, which mm-hmm. in this Western Conference, a seven seed is a compliment still because all the teams I have above them are insane. Yeah. So that's what I have as a seven seed. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll just get straight into the top six teams in the West because that is my number six. Okay. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Still close to each other, yeah. Yeah, and, and I I completely agree. I don't – I we already talked about it plenty in previous mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. How much does do they, you know, take a jump from last year to this year just with that addition? Because that's that's also my problem is their depth. Yeah. Well, who are their backup guards? Jordan McLaughlin and Jalen Noel. <laughs> Jordan McLaughlin looks Amish. Yeah, I mean, like, no disrespect. He's okay. He's all right. He's he's a decent backup point guard, but I think when you have D'Lo as the starter, you need. Somebody like yeah. Tyus Jones. Yeah. Somebody like Monte Morris. Somebody that you can truly trust. And maybe Jordan McLaughlin is that for them in their mind. Yeah. But it, it's stuff like that on their bench where it's like, where where do they think they can go with their mm-hmm. second unit? No, it's it's interesting. They they they're just their wings, their backup wings as well. Yeah, Torian Prince really excite is me it. a whole lot and they're they're deep at the big man, in a way, simply yeah. just because of Cat and Rudy. Yeah. But if one of those guys goes down, I don't know if you want Nas Reed playing thirty plus minutes a game. Exactly. And so we'll see what happens with with the Timberwolves. But my sixth seed is the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. And I have them low, but it's it's literally because of Jaron Jackson being yeah. Out. He's going to be missing a lot of the year, um, and I think again the Grizzlies kind of stayed the same in a way, except losing Jaron Jackson for a lot of the year. If anything, they got worse because they got rid of DeAnthony Melton. Yeah. Um, and they got rid of someone else. Oh, I guess just Jaron Jackson being hurt. But I think that's going to hurt them more than they think. And they'll be a six seed. I don't think their record's going to look all that different. Like, they're still going to be close to yeah. 50 wins, like maybe four-game different, three-game difference. But okay. I just think everyone in the West is going to have a good record this that's year. Fair. It's going to be like that year. It's like 2009, 2010, or 2000. 2009 the year the Lakers won yeah. and uh there was like seven or eight teams in the west that had 50 plus wins Jeez. it'll be a similar year to that but yeah that's my yeah. six seed and, and I have Memphis at five okay and we're literally just like laddering this, yeah like step, and, like and it's for the same step. reason Jaron Jackson being out is huge yeah I also don't love them <clears throat> you know keeping Steven Adams obviously it's weird. A lot of these teams are keeping these random centers that like yeah. don't really make sense, but they do. I don't yeah. know. And, and I, I really want to see Zaire Williams progress, but if I, he takes a big jump, that can change things. Yeah, I don't. I just can't see them. I definitely can't see them being 
I don't want to, I almost don't want to say that, but it's hard for me to see them as good as they were last year, at least seed wise. When it comes to playoff time, it, I don't, I really don't know if it matters. The seeding doesn't matter that much, especially in, yeah. in this NBA. Yeah. But I have them fifth. My number four team is the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Okay. My, uh, my five real quick is the Suns. Okay. Okay. Um, and so it's, mm-hmm. Simply similar stuff to why they have the Grizzlies at six. Stayed the same, got slightly worse. There's not a whole lot. We you talked about the Suns a lot. I agree with all the things that you said. Yeah. Um, but so you have the the Mavericks at number four. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And this was tough for me because I love Luca. Yeah, I thought you were gonna have him higher. But I had to convince myself really the regular season doesn't matter. And it's hard True. for me with these top three teams healthy to have them above them, even though with if if Steve or if uh, Jason Kidd can can do as good of a job coaching as he did during the playoffs and everything last year, um, or even get better with this team and and just be better defensively, be better, more well rounded, especially on that second unit because they have more depth. Then yes, they can be the one seed. But when you have Christian Wood as the second best player, who is you know, we had him around seventies. Yeah, you gotta be honest with yourself here. In in the top one hundred, it's it's so difficult. How far really can Luca take them? And I think I think Luca can definitely be an MVP this year. Obviously he's the favorite. Yeah. But again, regular season, how much is it gonna matter? Yeah. And I, I for that very reason I have the Clippers at the four seed. Okay. And I think it's simply they're so good that even though they don't care about the regular season, they're still gonna get a top four seed. Yeah. Maybe even higher. Um, but that's the reason I have them at four. I think they're going to do the load management with Kawhi. Yeah. Same with Paul George. and But they'll have guys like Norman Powell just go off. Reggie Jackson yeah. just go off. They have John Wall on their team. This mm-hmm. Clippers team is crazy how mm-hmm. deep they are. They might be the deepest team we've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, just And that's not ridiculous. It's just they're, they're good everywhere at the backup and the starter. Yeah. Um, and then I have them at four and then the Mavericks at three. Okay. And so it's kind of like that's... That I think that's the difference is I think the Mavericks will put more effort into the regular season. Okay. So I think they'll ha- be a higher seed. Luca, I think this could be his year where he does get MVP. Mm-hmm. And yes, Christian Wood is the second best player, but the Mavericks are actually a really deep team. Oh, yeah. And they're they're getting a guy back like Tim Hardaway Jr., mm-hmm. who could be like an 18, 19 point scorer on this team to kind of yeah. take the load off of Luca. Mm-hmm. And then they're good really everywhere. And also have our fa- both of our favorite player in the NBA, Dorian Finney-Smith, on yeah, their team. But that's absolutely. why I have him at three. Who you got at three? I actually have the the Clippers at three, pretty much for the same reason. Of, I, I I think I had them higher, but I had to move them down just because of that load management that I do expect them to do. But when you really look at this roster, there's going to be games that they just easily win, even when they don't have Kawhi out there. Yeah. Because, like you said, Norman Powell drops a bag. Yeah. Like, they have, and I, I do think John Wall is going to be have a good year. Um, Reggie Jackson obviously can get a bucket. You have these guys that can honestly control an offense just right there along with any other starting group in the NBA. Oh, yeah. At, you know, slightly worse level, which is fair because a lot of these players are their second unit. Yeah. But that's the crazy thing to say. And it's going to be really scary when it comes playoff times. 
regardless of where they're seated. Um, it's almost like it's going to be scary, but I don't really want, uh, I kind of do. I love coaching challenges, but I have no idea what the rotation is going to be like for Ty Lue in the playoffs because you know it shrinks. Yeah. Maybe for the Clippers it doesn't, but I think it's going to have to shrink to seven or eight, and I'm just interested to see what that seven or eight is yeah. for the Los Angeles Clippers. But I've noticed we have the same two teams in the top two. Yeah. And I'm interested to see if we have them in the same spot. That's going to be very interesting. I also, I want to say Tyron Lue is going to have a, I think he's going to show how good of a coach he is this year. Oh yeah. I mean, he has the weapons and the tools to do it. Yeah. He can really put on a coaching masterclass. And, and the GM survey. Yeah. They asked every GM who makes the best in-game adjustments. Mm-hmm. It was like 63% Tyron Lue. Way higher than anybody else. Second most was like 10% to, I think, Spolstra. Yeah. And that, I mean, that was just like, wow. Now that's a huge respect of oh, all yeah. the GMs around the league. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So who is, uh, who's your number two? My number two is the Denver Nuggets. Okay. I have the Golden State Warriors at number two. Okay. And that's fair. I, I get that. So Denver, I really, I think I had Denver like four or five, honestly. And then the more I thought about it, yeah, we don't know what we're going to get out of Jamal Murray. We We kind of do, but... Obviously, coming off an injury, could be worse. And same thing with Michael Porter Jr. But I like the direction this team is going. I think I think they need to invest in Zeke Naji as yeah. their backup center and yeah. stop playing with DeAndre Jordan. If we're being completely honest, he might not belong in the NBA anymore. I don't think he's going to play a whole lot. Which I saw him play a lot in the pre- in one of the preseason games. It's like, what are you, what what are you doing, Mike Malone? He looks like somebody's dad out that, there. Just... That's going to be the thing: is can Coach Malone can he do a good enough job for them to get a top two seed? And if they get a two seed, are they going to? I I think it's going to be really scary if they're playing the the Pelicans or in my case I have the Suns in the play and if they play the Suns yeah it's gonna be tough and so regardless of we've seen the Nuggets have great regular season just because of Jokic and Jamal Murray what can you do in the playoffs especially when with this stacked West where you're gonna have to play the Lakers the Suns the Pelicans the Timberwolves one of these teams that is low-key built for the playoffs but just might not be great during the regular season. How how's Coach Malone gonna do? Yeah, and it's crazy. Like I have the Nuggets in number one and the Warriors number two, but I don't see them going far in the playoffs. It's one of those weird. Like I think mm-hmm. Lakers, Wolves, Pelicans, maybe not not the Blazers, but I think one like any of those three teams could easily beat them in the first round. Yeah, and the reason I have the Warriors second and the Nuggets one is just simply the Draymond Green situation. Man punched Jordan Poole in the face. What are you doing, man? Talk about an L, but we'll we'll probably cover that uh, later on in the podcast. But yeah, that's where I have the war. I think the Warriors will just start the season without Draymond. They'll be 500 for a while, and then Draymond will come back, and they'll start going crazy. But I think the Nuggets, just being back, Michael Porter's looked good in the preseason. Jamal Murray can only help the situation and Jokic is just getting better and better every year which is crazy and so yeah I think they're just they're also low-key kind of deep as well players like Bones Highland Mm -hmm. coming off the bench he could have a six man of the year type year wouldn't surprise me at all and uh I'm really I'm really excited to see Zeke Naji get more minutes I really think that's gonna happen and hope that's gonna happen 
Yeah. They got Bruce Brown, obviously. Oh, yeah. They, they, they got Caldwell some Pope, options. right, too? Yes. Yeah. yeah that's no. going to be huge for them. Yeah. Hopefully he gets that starting job, KCP, and then they, they have Bones off the bench that can score. Oh, yeah. But I'm yeah. I'm excited, but that's that's our Western Conference. Yeah. And the Draymond stuff, that's tough to – it was hard for me to account for that, but I kind of had to keep them at one just because of their depth, because of Steph, obviously. And I wouldn't be surprised if Golden State has a bad regular season and shows out in the playoffs because of – and at this point, we don't know how – what suspension or what kind of punishment Draymond's going to get. I know people are talking about him getting traded. Which would be I crazy. Don't, I don't see that happening, personally. No, nah, nah, that won't happen, I don't think. Which is why I still have them won. So. But that's our that's our West. You ready to move on to the top six in the East? Top six in the East. This one, I think, was harder for me. Okay. I think West was harder for me, honestly. I, I think it's because... I think it's because the Heat are in... The East, that's, that's my team. Okay. And it's just, I think it's more unpredictable. Yeah. Like even like the better teams, I just don't know. But who is your number six in the East? My number six is the Brooklyn Nets. Same. I also, the, our East looks the exact same. I think nine through six nine is through the six same. Nine through six is yeah. the same. So yeah. far. I have the, I don't think five is going to be the same. I kind of, that's one of my hotter takes who I have at five. Yeah, but, probably uh, not. I have the Nets at six. Yeah, and, and I kind of wanted to put the Nets at like five. It, it's hard to put them higher than five, though, in yeah, my eyes. Yeah, I just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and, and I do think Ben Simmons is going to be good for them, which maybe that's a hot take at this point. But <laughs> and, and we know Kevin Durant and Kyrie are, you know, are like that. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see how does their second unit work what are they doing at big man position yeah there's there's still questions which is the problem with them Uh, i i still see them on the same tier as these other teams Mm -hmm. but just way lower on that tier and i understand that it's just you don't know how much the stars are going to play yeah how they're going to fit and also they have the by far the worst coach out of the coaches in the top six and so i think that hurts them as well yeah, in my opinion. They do. But uh, at number five, this is one of my hotter takes because a lot of people are really high on this team. Mm-hmm. I actually have the 76ers at the five seed. Wow. I was yes. not expecting that. I have the 76ers at the five seed. Okay. And honestly, it's simply the teams above them, I think, okay. are better and are going to win more games in the regular season. I'm not saying that these teams are going to be better in the playoffs, but as far as regular season goes, I think the stars on the teams above are going to play more than the stars on the Sixers. Okay. James Harden is a little bit more injury prone than any of the stars in one through four for me. Joel Embiid is more injury prone than any of the stars in one through four for me. And I think that's what's going to be the detriment in a way. Uh, And also... Okay. I just don't know about their bench, if we're being honest. I mean, Melton is really it for me, uh, from what I think. Like, I think they're relying on these guys every year, and they're just not getting better. Corkmaz, Shake Milton, uh, George's Niang. Paul Reed is okay, but I just, he's one of the, I think he's in the lower half of backup centers in the league for me. Okay. Um, And I think that's, in the regular season, the bench is important. 
And I think that's going to be the, the cause. I think the reason they got the four seed last year was because a team like the Nets mm-hmm. were all over the place and a team like the Bulls got hurt. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're going to get the five seed this year. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm sure we'll we'll talk a little more about the Sixers because that, that's definitely interesting. Yeah. Um, definitely different than what I have them. But my number five is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. Completely understandable. And I, I think they are – the reason I don't have them higher, just the fact that they are still somewhat young. I, I think Donovan Mitchell's great. Obviously, they have – they they're clearly on the same tier as these top four teams. Oh yeah, and oh, I yeah. think they're going to be very scary in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Jared out there de- defensively, they are there, especially in their front court. Um, I guess the reason I don't have them higher is another thing: their depth. I, I think Kevin Love is, is starting to get older. Obviously, going to be getting less minutes. Starting Isaac Okoro which I think is what they're going to do over Levert and then have Levert off the bench. This is going to be the year where we see is Okoro, is he the guy we're going to play? Like, is he that good defensively that we're going to have him at the three? And that might be one of the struggles for them. That being said, they're going to have a very high-powered offense. I love Evan Mobley. I think he takes probably probably the second biggest jump out of the second years besides Cade. But considering his situation and being with these other three guys who are all-stars, that's more impressive than the jump that Cade's going to make. Yeah, and I'm very high on the Cavs, and I'm high enough on the Cavs that they aren't my four seed. Wow. And I have your team at the four seed. Okay. I have the Boston Celtics at the four. I get it. And you'll kind of learn, this is a common theme with me with a lot of the teams that I've put in certain positions is just how their offseason went. Mm -hmm. And yes, the Celtics made a really, really good trade for Brogdon. But other than that, they had a very all over the place offseason. It all went downhill. It all went downhill. There's a lot of distractions going on. Again, y'all had a rookie coach last year that led you to the finals. But I think this rookie coach is a little bit different than the last rookie coach. Um, I think this is, they just didn't want to hire someone new. Mm -hmm. And so they picked one of the assistant coaches. And I think it'll take, it'll take like a quarter of the season, a half of a season to figure it out. Yeah. I think you guys have a similar like start to the year as you did last year, but not as strong as a finish, if that makes sense. Okay. You'll still be a top four seed. And again, I'm talking like two game difference between the fourth and the one, just like last year. But I, I just think, the big man depth in the beginning of the season is going to be rough with Robert Williams being hurt. Gallinari hurt. Blake Griffin is probably going to have to play minutes, which could be rough for you guys. Yeah, we'll see. But that's the reason I have him at four. I, again, playoffs, the Celtics, it's going to be a different story. Oh yeah. But in the regular season, I think they're the four seed. Yeah. And and I can't really be mad about that, honestly. Uh, but my my number four seed is the Milwaukee Bucks. Ah, actually. okay, interesting. Okay, and I th- I think they still have some issues depth wise. Um, that's the biggest thing. Obviously, they have the best player in the world, and um, one of the best trios that that we've seen. They're they're 
up there in favorites. I think they're, I think Boston's actually still the favorite, which is kind of crazy considering all that happened. Yeah, it also doesn't surprise me a whole lot. Yeah, they're it, young, so like they're gonna. People yeah. think they're gonna get better. Which and obviously gonna. the end of last season, they're a completely different team. But Milwaukee, it's I can't put them lower than this. This is this is probably their floor for me. Oh yeah. So I, I need to see Bobby Portis be their starting center. I need to see um I need to see them figure out their two guard because Wesley Matthews, I'm not sold on. I obviously it's there he doesn't need to do a whole lot, but when you have him and then your backup guards are Javon Carter and Grayson Allen, it's hard for me to put them above my three seed, the Boston Celtics. And I'm yeah. not gonna Give an explanation on them. <laughs> I had them at the two. I dropped them below another team. But, yeah, that's, yeah. My, that's my three. My three is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. And there's a whole lot of reasons why. They're young and they're hungry. And so I think they're really going to go for it in the regular season. Mm-hmm. I think Donovan Mitchell has a point to prove that he is a better player without Rudy Gobert. Okay. And he's going to really take charge as like the leader of this team and be the best player on a top 3 seed. Um he's he's somewhat becoming underrated in a way, which is kind of weird. It it okay. feels it feels like he was overrated for a while, but now with everything that happened in Utah and the way things ended with him and Rudy Gobert, I feel like he's now underrated. And I actually like their depth. I like that they have Ricky Rubio coming off the bench. I That's like, not the problem, yeah. I like that they're going to have either Levert or Okoro coming off the bench. Yeah. And I like having Kevin Love off the bench, even though he's getting older. But he was second in sixth man of the year last year. No, yeah. Which is wild. Um, And I just think their team is going to be fun. And they even Seti Osman, like, is a solid rotational player. And their yes. starting lineup is one of the best in the league. Uh, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen could be daunting on the defensive end oh yeah and then having to figure out who guards Darius Garland and who guards Donovan Mitchell in the defensive side of the ball mm-hmm. is going to be difficult as well like what do the Hawks do do they try and put Trey Young on Darius Garland it's going to be rough they get worked by them yes that's, that's what happens that's what happens um but I, I really like the Cavs I think is it going to translate in the playoffs I don't even know if they're going to get out of the first round because yeah, I mean, of how crazy yeah. the East is. We haven't seen Donovan Mitchell do as much as we've hoped in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so that's going to be the real test. But I think they're the three seed. They're they're deep. They're young. They're progressing. They they made the right moves. They have a younger coach who I think is exciting and, and wanting a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think players like Garland and Mobley are going to take big jumps. And Mitchell is going to have himself a year. So that's my three seed. Who's your okay. two seed? My two seed is your Miami Heat. I also have the Miami Heat at the number two seed. Okay. Yeah, and I I am really excited to see the Heat, even though I am a Celtics fan and I'm not rooting for them. I I love watching them play because I'm watching the Celtics be the, the best def- defense in the NBA and then the Heat be right there on that same level defensively and just seeing their just – their mold and their identity being defensive side of the ball. I love watching that. The problem is we see in the playoffs and it's still going to get them a top seed. Um, but can they have 
solid, consistent shooting in the in the playoffs? Can they can they rely on Tyler Hero? Can they rely on Bam actually for once shooting 18 shots a game like he says he's going to do every year? Please, Lord, let this man actually shoot the ball. And I and I think he will. I actually think this time he he is going to be more dominant, and we're going to see him take that jump and to to be on. Right now, he is way behind Joel Embiid and and Jokic, and he's on the same tier as Cat. I yeah. think he's gonna clear himself. I already think he's better than Cat, but I, I think he's gonna clear himself from Cat. Interesting. I like hearing that. I yeah. I also have the Heat as the two seed, and there's a whole lot of reasons. Um, and people think that the Heat are gonna be worse. Like a lot of people are actually like which I feel like this happens a lot, but a lot of people are doubting the Heat because they didn't replace their power forward. They didn't replace P.J.J. Tucker. Yeah. And so they're like, they didn't get better. Mm-hmm. But I think we did get better simply because we're going to have a whole regular season with Victor Oladipo. Yeah. Um, Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo are naturally going to get better again. Like they've gotten better every single year. Um, it's just the playoffs is the real test with that. But as far as regular season... They're going to get better. I think Kyle Lowry comes back more in shape mm-hmm. and, and better as well. And again, the Heat are hungry as always. And yeah. I think they're going to lock in. And, and, and we, have a, we have a friend named Bryce who, uh, calls, who says the Heat are tryhards in the regular season, yeah. which every team is a tryhard because it's professional basketball. Well, maybe Bryce. not this year. Actually, Victor yeah, Robinyama. Victor Robinyama. Half of the teams are going to yeah. really try and win games. But the Heat are built for a regular season because they're deep. They always have undrafted guys that exceed expectations and can go off for a game. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I have the Heat in the number two. I'm excited. I, this is probably one of the more excited years I've ever been as okay. a Heat fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited. I actually agree with you that the Heat are a better team. Which I I agree. Most people aren't gonna think they're better yeah. because of that yeah. missing power forward. And I was just thinking about it while you're talking. But when I think of these players, I cannot see them being worse, especially in the playoffs, than they were last year. Tyler Hero, especially. Oh yeah. But even Kyle Lowry, he yeah. we saw in the playoffs when he had games where he had nine, ten assists. They won those games handedly. It was weird, like with the Celtics Heat series, it was like the games that Kyle Lowry played well, mm-hmm. we won. The games where he literally did nothing, we lost. Yeah. And so that series was just fun all around. Yeah, but, and Gabe Vincent was a fine backup in the playoffs, but you need Kyle Lowry to be good, and I oh, think yeah. he will be. I think so, too. I, so. I think he'll come in with a chip on his shoulder. But yeah, I'm 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 excited. We also just have we have options. Like mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what Eric Spolster does with that number four spot. Because he can start Omer, Yurt Seven, and Bam together. He can start Jovic at the four spot, the rookie. He can start Caleb yeah. Martin there. He could play Jimmy Butler there and move Victor Oladipo in the starting lineup. There's yeah. a lot of options for the Heat. And I think they'll just try all the different things. But yeah, who yeah. is your one seed? I think, well, obviously, I know who your one seed is, but explain yeah. it. And another reason why I think the Heat are seen as you know getting worse is that loss of PJ Tucker, who. Is now on the Philadelphia 76ers, who is my one seed, but he it's a good I will say he is thank you. I, I, I will say he is slightly overrated. And I've had this take for a couple of years. Now that he's now in the heat, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. But <laughs> I so 
you bring up how you don't love the bench for Philly, and you bring up some of the guys who I I actually agree with. Korkmaz is not it. We we've seen him have good games, which is the problem. Like the Sixers see that, and then they're like, oh, we can he can be a solid bench guy. But yeah, he, it's guys like that who can maybe score a little bit, but are not bringing it on both sides, and so truly they are they end up being a liability especially when it comes playoff time but when i see deanthony melton who will have a legit chance at six man of the year be added when i see james harden take a pay cut for these guys to be added pj tucker montrez harrell who a lot of people are not you know thinking of but is one of the more efficient big men in the nba it and daniel house even it clearly when when teams win championships, when teams get onesies, when they take jumps, it's stuff like James Harden, their star, taking less money that precedes that. And we we start to start to see Tobias Harris pick up his role. We start to see Tyrese Maxey really um, take a leap. And apparently, some people think he's a top fifty player in the NBA. <laughs> ESPN, I, you know, he might be overrated, but he is still a solid point guard in this league. And really he's just a, you know, a guy that can get a bucket that can kind of control an offense, but you have James Harden who's going to facilitate. Yeah. I think Tyrese will be more of like a scoring option. Yeah. Like a number two almost to like James Harden being the number one. And and we talked about our top 100. I had James Harden at 12 and you had him at 22. So it only makes sense that I have them at one. And I even had Joel Embiid higher than you had him. Yeah. And so I clearly like the moves that the Sixers made. I think they had one of the most underrated off seasons, and um, we, we're still seeing. I, I I don't love you know Matisse Thybulle and Shake Milton and George's Niang off the bench, but other than that, Matisse still gives you know NBA All NBA level defense. But it is it is gonna be interesting to see how their bench works because that's really all that is standing in their way of winning it all. Yeah, I, I agree. These guys need to perform. And it's crazy how important that is for a championship team. It's like yeah. it's it's always Shaq talks about it all the time. It's the other guys that win you the championship. It's how the yeah. other guys perform. Because the Joel Embiid's and James Harden's most of the time are gonna do what they do. It's the Matisse Thibels. It's the D'Anthony Melton's of the world that like mm-hmm. if they put up 15, 16 points and shoot well your team's going to win the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my, my one seed is the Milwaukee Bucks. Fair. Giannis, like you said earlier, best player in the world. Not only is the best player in the world, he's one of the healthiest players in the world. I don't know how. He just plays every game. Hopefully, I'm not jinxing it, knock on wood. Um, but you also have Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. It's just a crazy trio that just works so well. I mean, we've seen it already win a championship. I think Bobby Portis will take a bigger role this year. Mm-hmm. And we all know how how we feel about Bobby Portis. We love him. And Great, also, than Julius Randall. Yeah. Watch out for like a, a Sergi Baca coming back from an injury. He looked good in the preseason. Like these type of players that, you know, most people have written off and forgotten about. Joe Ingles. But yeah, Joe Ingles is another one that I'm not super high on, but he can only help the Bucks, for example. Yeah, I agree. And Javon Carter, I think, will get better. He's not a great backup point guard, but he'll get better. And then I really liked their pick, Beauchamp. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's looked good in the preseason. He's looked efficient in the preseason. Mm. And then also the Sandro guy, I can never say his yeah. last name. I the think he's going to get craziest. some minutes. Yeah, he had a great summer league. Okay, Mamu Kalevshvi. That's probably close. Mamu Kalevshvi. Kalevshvi. Yeah, don't don't ask me why, but I know how to spell it, but I don't spell know. Spell it right now. Okay, we're going to do this. All right. M A M A M U. Okay. K E L A S H V I L I. Tell me I got that. That's uh that's correct. I couldn't say it, bro. Mamu Kalash Vili. How do you have the S H followed by the V I L I? Are you like uh what's the what's the um savants? Like you know like <laughs> no. you're, you're like some sort of like you're somewhat on the spectrum of like I need to be in the spelling bee. Literally. Like it's like you know those people you can ask them what's thirteen times seven hundred and twenty three and they'll just tell you like that. You yeah. can say any word and you know how to spell it. But the you're thing so is you need to give so me a, you give me a dictionary for a while. I'll be able to Boys spell like, any word. That's crazy. Spell Antaka Takumpo. A N T E T O K O U N M P O. Why did I even ask you? Why did I even ask you? It's just built different. Drew is built different when it comes to spelling. But yeah, guys, that's our uh, top 15s in each conference. Ah. Tell us the hot takes that you liked. I don't feel good about it. Oh, of course. It's going to. It's going to be completely wrong. The Lakers are going to get the one seed and shut us all up. Oh, yeah. Or definitely definitely clip this when we are just way off. DeJounte Murray and Trey Young just become the best backcourt in the league and get the one seed in the East. Yeah. <laughs> Hot takes, Phoenix as the eight seed. Um, New York at New York Knicks out of the playoffs. I don't, I don't know if I Wolves have many the, other hot takes. Timberwolves in the play-in for me is a hot take. Nuggets yeah. getting the one seed is definitely a hot take. Uh, yeah. The Sixers at the five is definitely definitely yeah, a hot take. Definitely, but let's just say the only thing I'm confident about is my eleven through fifteens. Yeah, yeah, that's not what I'm feeling good about. Everything else, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, guys, um, I think that's I think that's all we got. We're definitely going to be throwing some some more episodes. We'll get some some predictions on awards soon. Um, we'll have some some episodes. Um, really the nba season starting oh yeah we'll start a week from where we're uh well actually we're gonna be when this drops we're we're dropping this tuesday we're dropping this the day the season starts and so right now as we speak as you're listening to this the celtics might be losing to the 76ers right now yeah uh and also um i'm looking up the schedule right now i think it's 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 celtics and warriors uh who the warriors play Lakers. Oh frick! Yeah. Um. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm about to tell you who's gonna be the leading scorer of the night. I'm not editing this out. Keeping all this in. So you got the Lakers versus the Warriors, Sixers versus the Celtics. I'm gonna give you my predictions for the Celtics are gonna win by five. I love it. And Jason Tatum is gonna drop 38 points. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then the Lakers versus the Warriors. The Lakers are going to win by 11. And Kendrick Nunn is dropping 26. My goodness, Kendrick Nunn. Okay. I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll, I will also take Celtics. Okay. I'm just going to jinx my team straight up. Good job. And, Jay, and Jalen Brown will be the leading scorer. He's going to drop 32. 
fire dude. That dude's amazing. And then Warriors, Kuminga will, sh- will, will have a good game. He'll drop like 20. Wiseman will have like a 20 piece. Whoa. Is on, he gonna, like, on like 15 minutes. Is he going to be, how's I say, how many minutes is he going to play? And then Steph will do his thing and, and they'll, they'll get the dub. By how much? 15. How many turnovers is Russell Westbrook getting? He's getting six. That's what I was going to say. Which is kind of low for him, but. Yeah, that's a, no, you're giving him some credit. That's accurate. Yeah. Does Just because Pat Bev's going to hold the ball a lot. Does Anthony Davis leave the game early with a tweet oh, or something? Yeah, what, what what part of his body is it going to be? <laughs> All right, um, we, we got to stop disrespecting these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. All right. We will we'll see you guys soon. We'll have we're gonna have Kyle on on an episode soon. Um, look out for his tournament on October 29th. Step back yep. three, baby. Follow everything on the socials: Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. We're gonna be posting on the YouTube soon. Trying yes, to get sir. some longer clips on YouTube going. Yes, so sir. make sure to subscribe to the channel. Absolutely. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.